It is currently rather sedate, mostly people t- t- standing around and chatting. It hasn't gotten to, like, the proper party portion of the evening yet. There is also an open bar. Ooh, <laughs> company head straight there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could use a drink. <laughs> Her skirt just kind of pushes people out of the way. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just tag along with you guys and try to stay hidden behind cacophony. <laughs> Pretty easy, actually. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, she's kind I of offer like three a, quarters cover. That dress is kind of a cow catcher. Exactly. <laughs> just fall along in that wake. <laughs> yeah, cacophony's just basically like <laughs> pushes a lot of people out of the way. As soon as she gets to the bar, she's like, I'm already tired of moving in this thing. <laughs> and she reaches up to grab the tool at her chest and just yoinks it down. And what's revealed underneath, and you don't know how she hid this underneath, is a very deep V-cut sparkle dress that hugs every curve and then mermaids out at the at the at the feet. And it is sparkly as fuck. <laughs> You're like one of those transforming Barbie dolls. <laughs> oh good lord. <laughs> Excellent. I hope you're having a great time. I am. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the bartender who is a uh, a female green dragonborn just kind of raises her eyebrow at you. Cacophony pauses as soon as she finishes changing. Then eyes <laughs> uh, the green dragonborn, and then kind of leans forward. What what do you recommend for the from the bar here? Mm, none of the beers that are on tap. I can tell you that much. What's your favorite mixed drink? Hmm, I'd say an old fashioned. Would you mind making me one? Of course, darling. And she heads, gets right to it. Cacophony is smitten immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's lost to us. <laughs> That's what Cacophony's doing for the rest of the evening. Yes. <laughs> so shortly after uh, Cacophony gets her drink, there is a commotion as the door to the captain's cabin opens. And who it appears first is not from what appears to be the captain. It is instead that pirate with the fancy footman's uniform again. Oh, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) And he just immediately shouts, Good evening, Providence! I present to you! (laughs) Hi, Captain Ridian! And he steps aside, and Captain Ridian steps out, and this is a uh, rather tall gentleman. Long, dark hair, a very thick, very well-groomed beard. He's wearing a very long, very fancy sort of naval coat. Lots of guilt. Lots of <laughs> lots of velvet. Lots of everything. He's a lot. He does appear to be wearing guyliner. I love him. <laughs> oh, Kakafi, this is your kind of guy. He steps oh. outside and he kind of does the Queen's wave to everybody. Oh, As I he walks it. around and he starts walking up the stairs to the, to the throne room set up on the stern castle, and then he stops. Then he turns to the footman, and you can kind of hear him mutter, where's the carpet? The footman <laughs> jumps, <laughs> the footman the leaps forward, stomps his foot twice on the stairs, <gasps> and immediately a red, the stairs, surface of the stairs flips around, and a red carpet appears all the way up. You magnificent bitch, you did the hook thing! <laughs> <laughs> Captain Ridian makes his way up to the throne room, goes and stands at the railing. Everybody's clapping for him. He raises his arms very dramatically and calls for (laughs) silence, and the room falls silent. (laughs) And he says, Well, well, my stupid, sorry, parasitic sacks of entrails, 
Despite the Grand Admiral's best efforts, it appears our shenanigans will continue for the foreseeable future. And the crowd starts cheering and laughing and then quiets down a little bit and it continues. That's right, the elven fleets have come and gone and Erlofalin remains ours. Ladies, gentlemen, and those who know better, this celebration is for all of us, but particularly me. To victory <laughs> and to the providence! And everyone cheers and starts drinking. Oh, Felix, they're old fashioned. <laughs> So at this, Kara kind of taps uh, Jilly on his elbow and says, "I'm okay, I'm going to go talk to him. You guys stay here in case I need you. You don't want, you want us to like, what, observe from afar? <laughs> Just keep an eye on me. He's probably fine, but he can get a little dramatic. What? What is dramatic? What should I be keeping an eye out for? Just, just. Just, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And she heads off through the crowd. Cacophony's already focused back on the talking to the green dragon. Board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going well, by the way. <laughs> Kid? Yes? What is he? <laughs> He's a human. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is human. He appears to be maybe late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's close off that particular avenue of inquiry. Yeah, we'll close off that particular avenue. Um, Great. Moving along. Agiliana, <laughs> roll a perception check real quick. Okay. God, I injured my shoulders doing all that theatrical gesturing you guys didn't see. <laughs> Sheesh, that's a nine. Okay. All right, so... Uh, I have an important question. Yes. Is dancing starting up at this point? A little bit, yes. Okay. So, my darling, I, I, I know you're on the clock, but can you spare a few moments to go for a dance? Mm, I think I can. Yes, I think I can afford to give it a couple of minutes. And she <laughs> follows you out onto the dance floor. Okay, uh, for dancing, Cacophony rips off this dress. <laughs> <laughs> of course she does. Uh, and this one, she reveals beneath it is what is mostly a see-through. She's saving the most attractive outfit for last. Of course. This one is kind of a see-through dress that kind of looks like it's a, oh, like there's a onesie. And then it's got, it's kind of got like an admiral cut up top, uh, but then it's got like see-through bell sleeves and it's, it's black and gauzy. And then there's like constellations embroidered all over it. So this, and as she gets out there with the green dragon Bowen's claw in her hand, she turns and starts leading her into a proper dance. Okay. Dog. So she leads. <laughs> yeah. Cacophony leads. Cool. <laughs> I wondered. Jill, it's at this point that you glance to the side and see that uh, a younger gentleman is standing next to you, also watching uh, Cacophony dance. Sort of uh, taller, sort of a very lean build, blonde, shaggy hair, very neatly trimmed goatee. What you notice most about him, though, is that uh, the brow ridge and... Mm-hmm. And, yeah. <laughs> The, the, the brow ridge and pointed ears and fangs suggest a slightly wolf-like cast to his features. <laughs> he glances sidelong at you and says, oh, is she with you? Yeah. Yeah, more or less. Mm. She appears to be having fun. Yeah, no, this is, this is her completely in her element. Are you, are you, are you three new? Because I haven't seen you before here. Uh... Yeah, I mean, we just kind of got into the sphere, like, what, yesterday, I guess? Do you know what you're getting into, then? <laughs> That's kind of a weird question. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll bite. What? 
Well, this whole celebration is the captain's way of trying to reassure everyone that the Elven Imperial Navy will not retake this world, which I'm not entirely sure that's true. So it's a lot of show. Mm, he's desperately trying to maintain his position. Isn't he one of, like, the most powerful people in wild space? Yes, which makes maintaining his position that much more important. Hmm. Would you care to dance? Juliana Blinks. <laughs> <laughs> A name would be nice. Max. Juliana. Nice to meet you, Juliana. And he holds out his hand. And she takes it. He leads you out onto the dance floor and uh, roll a insight check. Uh, that's a 15. Okay. Uh, as you guys are moving about the dance floor, you notice that there is a, a rather deliberate pattern to the path that he's taking through the floor. It takes him by the throne room more often than not. And you can sort of see him glance up at the captain every time. And you can see Kara talking to him. <laughs> oh, great. I see where this is going. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> something on your mind just wondering what your friend is talking to the captain about business hmm i guessed as much any particular business not that i've really been privy to hmm interesting the dance comes to an end and he uh bows kisses your hand and disappears into the crowd again <laughs> juliana blinks again <laughs> <laughs> looks down at her hand what just happened It's at that point that uh, Kara comes back down. Hey, I was watching. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Cacophony is very distracted. And she Kara glances over at where Cacophony is dancing with the with the dragonborn bartender, and turns back to you and says, "Do you think she'll be done anytime soon?" Not if we can help it, but no. I mean, between dances, you might be able to pull her aside. Okay, hang on. The bartender <laughs> does have to get back to work, and Cacophony isn't one of those creeps who always monopolizes somebody's time. Yeah. So after probably two dances, she will kiss her kiss her fingers and be like, what's your name, darling? Shit, I have to look up a dragonborn name. Zaffy. <laughs> <laughs> <Zappy>. Chastity. <laughs> yeah, let's go with this. Chastity. Really? <laughs> it's a nickname. It's I'm Cacophony, dear. It's lovely to meet you, Cacophony. What are you doing after the party? Perhaps seeing you. We'll see. And then she heads back mm. to the bar. She watches her go with a besotted look, hand on her chest. <laughs> <laughs> all right. At which point, Kara comes and fetches all three of you and says, okay, we got to go talk to the captain. Come on. Wait, we're done well, already? Let me put on my... Can we come back? <laughs> yeah, we can come back later. Okay, I can put on my sexy outfit then. Oh, what? <laughs> what? Another outfit? Yeah, it's the sexiest of them. <laughs> Carol, Carol the looks at what less. you're wearing now and says, this isn't the sexiest one? No. All right, we got to go talk to the captain and she herds you guys <laughs> up the stairs. <laughs> Chastity was quite beautiful, wasn't she? Um, yeah. Yeah, if you're into that sort of thing. Yep. I am. Um... <laughs> she had quite a nice sheen to her scales. She did. And her snoot. Superb. Juliana keeps like, Glancing back into the crowd, like, what What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh, make a perception check. 23. 
All right, you think you see a flash of blonde hair, but when you look again, you can't find him. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> All right, so you guys head up to uh, where the captain is currently lounging sideways on the throne. He's like that. Cacophony <laughs> approves. <laughs> And uh, upon seeing uh, all three, uh, upon seeing all of you, he's like, "Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome!" I assume you're the uh, the crew that Kara was telling me about. Thank you for the gracious welcome, sir. Oh, it's absolutely nothing. We were already having the party. We might as well invite more. The more, the merrier, right? I agree. Every party could always use more. Hmm. Well, Kara's been telling me about your availability for a, a little side contract of mine. Mm-hmm. You see, there's a uh, there's an f- old family heirloom of mine that is sort of passed out of our family's possession a very, very long time ago, and I have managed to track it down, and I was wondering if you could go and pick it up for me. Cacophony glances to Kara. Kara's, like, looking very nervous. Cacophony looks back to the captain. Of course, dear. Would love to know what the heirloom is. <laughs> Oh, it's just, it's just, uh, it, my great, 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 great grandfather's sword. It's, it's not really anything at all. Probably has a soul in it. It's the original. It, it's, <laughs> there's a descent. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, Kara mutters, there's a catch. Mm, what's the catch? Well, there is a slight complication in that, um. What's guarding it? Well, it's not so much that as that I can't send anyone any of my subordinates to retrieve it, since it is squarely located in Captain Pariah's territory, and I'm very clearly not allowed to go there. That's another one of the pirate lords, I'm guessing? Yes, Captain Pariah is another one of the high captains, and obviously I can't go interfering with her territory, so I need someone who does not have any formal connection to myself. Fair. What's the the over-under on us getting dead? Oh, Kara tells me you're very capable, so I would I would suspect that you would be highly successful. Juliana just like glances over at Kara and raises an eyebrow. Kara just kind of gives you a little shake of the head. <laughs> I, I think of I think of all of us. I'm the one most likely to die, and I'm fine. Well, you haven't died yet. That's very exactly. good news out here. Three groundlings who've made it this far and haven't died. That's very impressive. Thank you. And what's Captain Pariah like? What are we what are we actually looking at here? Oh, you probably won't run into her personally. She is rather like me in that we're both very hands-off with regards to our own territory. Of course, with her, it's because she's trying to avoid the Vodoni authorities. With me, I just happen to get one of the most peaceful territories out there. Right. <laughs> with an elven armada? Oh, they're just in a little bit of a tiff over the fact that this used to be one of their worlds about 500 years ago, and they've been trying to get it back, the poor dears. That is pretty recent for us elves. Mm. Yeah, they got a long memory. Yes, it's it's rather unfortunate. It's a little sad. However, this planet is very squarely ours, and we're not giving it up. Clearly. So, walk back a couple minutes. What's in her territory? Oh, just uh, the the heirloom I mentioned, the little sword. No, no. Fast forward past that one. Mm-hmm. The 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 you said the Verada something um, armada. Oh, the Vadoni, the Vadoni yeah. Commonwealth. Yes, they're uh, well, they were once an empire, and then they got squarely defeated when they tried to conquer the entire Gal universe, and then 
Well, now they're just scrambling to hold on to whatever power they can and whatever territory they claim during the war. And this is on the edge of their territory, so it shouldn't be too much of an issue. And what are they? Oh, that was was something to do with lycanthropy. Oh! (laughs) Out of character, oh. Not in character. (laughs) It's out of character, Yes, once upon a time, they were apparently quite normal humanoid looking, and then they started experimenting with lycanthropy during the war, and that went very badly for them, and no. You know, I met a werebear once. Really? Fascinating. I need you guys to know that I'm looking at my nails while I do this. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um... I'm very sad that we're not on video chat right now. (laughs) It seems to me this is an episode that should have been videoed. (laughs) Of course I'll be making sure that nothing gets traced back to you. You'll be perfectly safe. I hope he's still examining his nails. (laughs) Yeah, he is. Perfect. (laughs) And what's your guarantee of that? Well, I'm the high captain, aren't I? My word is my bond. I mean, do you have like an actionable plan or... (laughs) Not Not one that you need to know about. I have to maintain some sense of secrecy after all. Enigma adds at least 50% to anybody's sexiness. Exactly. It's, it's a known fact, says Cacophony. And what's the pay? Well, for proper retrieval, I would give, be willing to pay you 1,500 gold pieces. Hmm. Is that a lot? Juliana, like, looks at Kara, like, is that, is that good? Is that she kind of she sneaks you a very subtle little thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> And do we have a hard time limit on this? Mm, I would prefer it within the year. Otherwise, I will just assume that you're dead. I mean, that's probably reasonable. And of course, if I find out that you've taken my property and attempted to abscond with it, well, I will have to take appropriate measures. Sorry, there's some narrative wheels spinning in my head at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a good thing? Yes. (laughs) Kind of like the hamster on the wheel or... No, a little bit. I just have to, like, reel that back in, character-wise. <laughs> yeah, there's what Annie knows, and then there's what Jill knows. Exactly. Well, we all know how I vote. Take my offer back to your captain. I assume she'll be making the final decision, but that is the offer. And of course, more details will be more forthcoming once I know that I can trust you to take the job. Of course. Well, we'll talk. Of course. Now enjoy the party, dears. Of course, thank you, sir. And he gestures at you to fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it's a shooing motion. It is a shooing motion. (laughs) Once you guys get to the foot of the stairs, Kara turns to you guys and goes, Well, that went okay. Cacophony idly reaches up. I I think it went fine. She fiddles with her collar. So it's definitely like, what was, what the hell was that ancestor captain mentioned? Uh, great, 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 grandfather or something. Yeah, yeah, black jammer, black jammer. There was the like black jammer was one of the seven original pirates who started the Parliament of the Seven Captains, and Ridian's his blood descendant. And yeah, that's where this is going, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great, yeah, great. So it's probably like super guarded and super dangerous. I would hazard a guess and say, yeah. Great. Awesome. <sighs> Let's go. Well, 
I don't know. I look, we're we're totally like out of our element here. What what do you think? I mean, I'm worried about taking the job and I'm worried about what happens if we don't take the job. Yeah. I would say that we should advise the captain to take the job because we really do need the money. Right. But we need to be prepared for this to go super sideways. Well, do you think we can negotiate for like at least, you know, supplies or protections or some kind of upgrade or something that makes this a little less deadly? Are we negotiating? Yeah, I think I think we we've got some ground to stand on there in terms of asking for help. Yeah. I mean, what what does help look like from this guy? Um, usually money, sometimes favors. Money's useful. Favors, I don't know. So what's the consensus? Do you think we should take this job and try to get more out of him? I think we take the job and then the job opens some doors for us later, hopefully. We aren't going to have to go to very many parties like this to get more jobs, though, are we? Uh, hopefully not. I love parties. I hope so. <laughs> Tell you what, if we need to go at any more parties, we'll just send cacophony. Sounds I was great. just having the same thought. From now on, Cacophony does the parties and the negotiation. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Cacophony needs a party babysitter. I'm fine at parties. <laughs> oh, no, that's me, isn't it? So Cacophony and Juliana do the parties. Oh, no. Can I change into my sexy outfit? Yes. Okay. <laughs> she, she rips down her dress, and what's revealed underneath is actually surprisingly modest, but it is the ultimate sexy outfit in that it's a suit. Um, a pinstripe suit, nice tucked in white shirt with suspenders, and she's got a black jacket on over it. <laughs> that was underneath the uh, the, yes. the incredibly sheer dress. Yes. <laughs> oh no, Mackenzie, lesbian one. kryptonite. It is. <laughs> I said it was the sexiest, didn't I? This makes me fan myself. You're really I running the sexy. gamut here. I am. You're gonna have that dragonborn eating out of your hand. I know. <laughs> And other stuff. She's going to nuzz my neck. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Women in suits are so attractive. Kara's like, I'm, I'm going to head back to the ship. Uh, you guys stay as long as you want, but try not to get into any fights or anything too dramatic, please. Eh, give it a shot. All right, thanks. And she leaves. Oh, no, I'm the babysitter, aren't I? <laughs> yes. Cacophony immediately heads straight back to the bar. <laughs> Well, she's taking care of you. Don't get punchy. <laughs> and I don't want to see you drinking too much. You get punchier when you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you guys want to do at Space Prom? I'm going to romance the fuck out of that dragon porn. All right. Uh, just for fun, roll a charisma check to see if you biff, see if you biff it. I probably will get a one. <laughs> <laughs> because my character, uh, it should be, a, a, I guess, not a save. Because the last charisma check I made, I got a 21, so it's time for me to boff one. No, 24! Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> You're doing great. Yes! <laughs> yeah, the, um, the the suit has apparently uh, really drawn the eye of Chastity. She is like... <laughs> <laughs> it's kryptonite! It is lesbian kryptonite, and yeah, she, is, she has fallen prey to it. <laughs> I told you it was the sexiest one I had. God, I hope they're getting a room. <laughs> <laughs> Juliana has like a like a niggling suspicion in the back of her head that she's not quite sure where it's coming from, but like she's she's like kind of keeping an eye out for that guy. Okay, uh, make a perception check. Something seems off, but she has no idea. Like she can't put her finger on it. All right, that's a thirteen. All right, thirteen. Um, 
there's a couple of moments where you think you spot him, but then the person in question turns and no, it's not him. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, she's going to, like, have a couple drinks in, like, moderation because she's the babysitter now. <laughs> she's the sober friend. <laughs> You're the DD. <laughs> but no, Julian is just kind of going to, like, drum her fingers and just kind of, like, I don't know. I don't want to say brood, but she's definitely going to be just sort of, like, puzzled and distracted the rest of the time they're there. All right. <laughs> you, get, you get over here, all of Cacophony flirting with chastity. <laughs> Oh, it's getting, like, real schmoopy. It is. <laughs> oh, God, she's going to pull out the poetry soon. Oh, she's already got it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, at this point, Chastity has completely given up on serving drinks and just has, like, her elbow up on the bar with her head in her head listening to you. Cacophony's basically, like, whispering it straight into her ear hole. And, um, and, and just kind of whispering it dramatically and, and, and gently, uh, Touching her neck scales with, like, the back of her hand. How much giggling is there? <laughs> Tons. Just so much giggling. There's so much giggling. <laughs> and what's Elviva doing? <laughs> Standing there watching this with her mouth again half open. It's like, <laughs> how did I get hooked up with this piece, people? <laughs> oh, that's right. You were, like, out of it when she and Mara met. <laughs> yeah, I think we gotta get used to this one. <laughs> All right. At some point, Chastity uh, turns to you, Cacophony, and says, "Well, I do have to stay rather late tonight to clean up and everything, but I could tell you where I'm rooming, and you could meet me there tonight." That sounds fabulous. It's fantastic. So she gives you an address. Cacophony accepts it with a gracious uh, kiss of her claws. <laughs> and then Chastity seriously has to get back to bartending because there's a lot of really pissed off pirates in line behind you. <laughs> Cacophony drifts, uh, drifts happily over to Juliana and Elviva. Going well? I, ha I, have, I have a few hours to spare if we want to go talk to the captain. <laughs> Why do we want to talk to the captain again? I don't think I mean, he wants I, to see I mean, us. our captain, dear. <laughs> our captain. So, yeah, I... You guys want to like head out? I I have I have an appointment later in the evening, so yes, let's stop. Uh, I, I need. Are you sure this is going to be safe, Cacophony? I'll be fine. Yeah, let me see that address. I'll be fine. It's just her room. I heard. A, I I know. I don't know a lot about this, but I've heard about this business of pickups in bars and. Yeah, you're going to a second location. We're right to be worried. <laughs> I do it all the time. You do it all the time. I have, in fact, invited people to a second location before. All right, well, just indulge us a little. She shows She shows the address. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Now let's go talk to Captain Bondar. All right. Also, on the <laughs> way home, you're going to tell me what time you expect to be home and when I should worry about checking in on you. <laughs> Around brunch time. Okay. We don't have brunch here. You, you know what it is back home? Yeah. Then. All right. I don't hear from you by noon. I'm going to go to that address and get mad, okay? All right. Fine. Okay. Great. <laughs> we head back to the ship. All right. You yeah. head back to the ship. All right. <laughs> this is the time of night where uh, a few people are starting to leave the party, but uh, pirates party hard, so there's going to be quite a few of them staying late. I imagine um, we can, like, <laughs> hear the music from, like, the other side of town. Yeah, you can. It's it's loud, and it might actually, actually be Andrew W.K. <laughs>
Yeah, so uh, you guys start the walk uh, back to uh, the ship, and I need everyone to roll a perception check. Perception. Perception. 14. Perception. 10. 23. I am so perceptive. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like bickering about like being the mom now. (laughs) Okay, we're walking back and I'm uh, exceptionally perceptive for some reason. You're just watching everything with horror. So um, as you guys are uh, walking through the streets, all of a sudden you hear a tremendous clang as if somebody has just tripped over a trash can and then some very loud swearing. (laughs) Are we being followed? (laughs) You turn around and uh, you recognize that that blonde guy from earlier with the, the werewolf features. He is currently like hopping up and down on one foot and swearing loudly at the fact that he literally did just trip over a trash can. He rolled a one on a stealth check. All I'm saying, dear, is that I've done this sort of thing. Oh, there's a gentleman over there who hit his leg. He looks up and you guys see that you've spotted him and goes, son of a bitch. Hello? <laughs> you? Yes, hi. What? What are Why? Why? I don't think you're going the same way as us. What? Listen, I had this whole plan where I was going to be very suave and come up behind you and then warn you about the three pirates waiting ahead of you to try and rob you. But obviously that didn't work out. The What? There's three pirates ahead of us, so they're going to rob us, is what he's saying. Suave. Yeah, I had a great plan. It was going to go fantastic. And then this fucking What's thing. your name? Max. Max? Okay, Max, what you need to do is put your hand on Jillian's shoulder and what? then say it very seductively. Oh, all right. And he walks up, puts his <laughs> hand on Jill's shoulder, leans in and says, there's three bloodthirsty pirates waiting ahead of you on the street to try and rob you. Now what? wink. I- what? <laughs> and then disappear into the shadows. <laughs> You can recover from this. You just have to always be ready. <laughs> I don't think it works when it's staged. Wait, works? What? <laughs> Hold up. What the hell? I don't know this man, but he's trying to be suave. It's very... That, I understand. Wait, Normally this works very well, I'll have you know. <laughs> Hi, what? Pirates? Where? Huh? Pirates, of course, are going to try and rob us. That's the, that's the sort of place this is. Why Jim. are you following us? He was, because he I was wanted to warn you about the pirates. Try and keep up here, Jillian. We're in danger. Alviva and I understand. I kind of sensed something was going on, you know. Did you? Was that just the buzz? Yeah, because I'm so bloody perceptive. <laughs> Are you? Sometimes. You do watch everything very keenly. I'm glad I wore this outfit that, con- that I could hide my swords under. <laughs> I mean, I've got my weapons here. Well, then, let's head back and be very, very careful. Max? Mm. Do you want to join us in fighting some pirates? Yeah, I think I probably should. For the All sake right. of propriety, if nothing else. Right. But I- remember, you're, you're already regaining your suave. You just have to remember that if you stumble, get back up and act like it was part of the show. Why are you giving me advice? What? Why wouldn't I? Okay, be very, very quiet. We're hunting pirates. <laughs> Juliana is just, like, steadily been getting more and more, like, flustered and, like, confused and... (laughs) Yeah, she's definitely starting to flush at this point. I just stated that whenever I'm on stage and I trip, I I always just need to recover to something that you learn. So I'm just giving this advice whenever you stumble and, you know, that's all. Anyway, where are they? What the hell is going on? They're waiting for you at the intersection ahead. All right, thank you. She keeps she turns and starts walking forward towards the intersection. <laughs> uh, and as she goes, how far away is this intersection, Kit? 
Uh, I would say probably another two minutes of walking. Okay. I thanks, but why? <sighs> it's another one of Ridian's games. Ha. <laughs> Yeah, he's testing your competence. He doesn't want to give the job to anyone who could be taken down by a bunch of ruffians in the street. And you know what the job is now, I'm guessing. I did catch a few words of it, yes. Mm. And what's your stake in this? Well, I can hardly maintain a sense of mystery if you outright ask me like that, can I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mystery's not exactly all it's cracked up to be. And it's at this point that uh, you come up on the intersection. Max warns you with a wave of the hand that this is the spot. Can everybody roll a stealth check for me? 27. Okay, so I'm not actually in heavy armor. So do I keep rolling a disadvantage for this? I mean, I guess the question is up to you. If you're not currently in heavy armor, then that means that uh, you wouldn't have to roll a disadvantage, but it also means your armor class for the upcoming fight is 11. I know. So what's more interesting? <laughs> I guess like, I guess I'm the only one that actually matters for because Cacophony just wears what the fuck ever. Yeah, all the time. Uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's pretend I'm wearing armor. It's magic. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Disadvantage. It's fine. It's not fine. That's a four. <laughs> <laughs> I go clink, clank, clong. Uh, Elviva gets a 17. Hang on, I gotta roll some perception checks. Okay, so, uh, first things first. Um, as you guys are sneaking up on the pirates... Cacophony and uh, Jilliana, roll perception checks real quick. Oh, nat 20. <laughs> okay, Jilliana, you look over and you see that the ring of flying that Alviva is wearing is glowing and kind of sparking a little bit. Uh, that's not great. <laughs> uh, uh, she. Oh, what's, what's not great, Jill? She looks like... She's trying very hard to, like, whisper, but aware that whispering and being quiet are not really her forte, so she's just sort of going to start <laughs> pantomiming towards the ring and, like, waving to try and get Alviva's attention. Cacophony squints at Jill for a long, drawn-out moment, and then kind of holds up both hands and does a shrug, like, what? Uh, Alviva looks at you and looks like she's about to say something, and then pss, she just flickers out of existence, like a badly skipping VHS tape. Cacophony notices that. <laughs> and at that moment, uh, Jilliana trips on a trash can. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Falls on her ass right in front of the wolf. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. It means he, also he can pick you up. Cobblestone and swore quite loudly. He did. He was real bad at it. Company, <laughs> who is the stealth ninja presently here, kind of looks at her companions with an even more baffled look and then slowly face pumps. <laughs> <sighs> you hear shouting from the end of the alley. As up ahead, you see two pirates turn to look at you guys. Son of a bitch. Uh, who was taking point? A uh, cacophony will. <laughs> as soon as she sees them and she realizes their companions have ruined all stealth, she's like, I got this, she says. And then she is wearing lesbian kryptonite right now in the form of a suit. <laughs> so she strides forward and draws her blade. Okay, are you sure you don't want to actually roll initiative before you get into your fucking pageantry? No.
Gem Jammer is performed by Annie Creighton, Kit Walker, Mackenzie Weaver, and Vicki Sharon, and it is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs were concepted by Rio, who you can find at vriosart on Twitter, and our cover art was illustrated by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. You can find more episodes of this show, as well as our other shows and news, at our website, crookedrussiancam.horse. You can find us on Twitter at CRC Podcasts and on Tumblr at crookedrussiancam.tumblr.com. If you want to support us, a like, rating, review, subscribe wherever you find our podcast is super helpful and helps us get discovered. And if you want to give us some money, you can do that at patreon.com slash thegemjam or ko-fi.com slash crookedrussiancam. And recording. Now recording. Check, check, check. And I'm recording. Oh, I should turn my fan off. Sorry, Jake. How are my levels? Let's find out. This looks fine, I guess. Hmm, I need to turn off my fan, but it is like 90 degrees in my room. That sucks. I'm not hearing a whole lot of background chat from you, at least. Yeah, but on Audacity, I can see it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but as long as there's like 10 minutes of, uh, like, room tone. 10 minutes? Like ten, not 10 minutes, okay. 10 seconds of room yeah, tone. Yeah, I was gonna say. Sorry. Okay, 10 I, seconds of um, room tone, that can usually be noise cancelled. You can't ask Mackenzie to be quiet for 10 minutes in a row. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> okay. Let's play fucking Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs>